the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Two days in a row. I about don't even know what day it is. <laughs> what day of the week it is. That's how busy I have been. Well, tomorrow's busy. kind of Friday. That makes today <laughs> Thursday. Friday Eve. Oh, yeah. I think there might be a little a little holiday happening this week. Hey, glad to have you guys here with us tonight. Thank on Jesus. Yes, indeed. It is Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, we have Turkey Tuesday because people are getting ready to cook them. Turkey Tuesday. I'm not even interested in no turkey tacos. I will tell y'all that right now. In fact, I got some, I got some birio, birria tacos at home waiting for me right now. But glad that you are here sharing, uh, my, my virtual home here in the AM 1170 studios here. It is kind of my home away from home here with my family and you guys out there are my family as well. If you're watching on the stream, we're streaming right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page, Andrea K, uh, my friend page there as well as my Twitter. Twitter. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K Show. Email me at andreakshow.com. We're two days away from Turkey Day. If you want to weigh in on Turkey Day and tell us what you're excited about, I posted on the socials today. I said, what, um, what do you like most? I can't remember exactly how I phrased it, but what do you, what do you love most about Thanksgiving? And, 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 and I was super excited to see so many comments that didn't have anything to do with food. Because, and y'all know how much I love my food. Um, but we've got, actually, we've got a great Thanksgiving Day show planned for you guys for Thursday, in which we're going to talk about lessons learned from the pilgrims and whether or not Thanksgiving was really supposed to be about more than just food. It was really actually a faith-based holiday. So we're glad to have you guys uh, tuned. So be sure to tune in Thursday to listen to that. 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, i got to bring in my partner here in crime. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, you know what? I don't think I'm eating any tater skins during Thanksgiving, but uh, I am interested in prop maybe some proper green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. And shout out, by the way, to the listeners that messaged me when I posted and when I discussed my concern over the traditional green bean casserole last night. I got some great suggestions for how to how to do it properly. Really? And by the way, I will tell you before we move into the top story of the day in which SCOTUS has put the screws to Donald Trump. Um, I will tell you that if you're going to have potatoes on Thanksgiving, there should be some skins involved because I do not always peel, better with skins. I always. Yeah, I never peel my potatoes. I cut the little nasty Bless eyes off the side of them. Yeah, but I always leave the skins on when I mash my taters. Okay, so um, one of Donald Trump's greatest achievements as president was doing what no uh, Republican president has done before, and that's actually a point what is considered to be true conservatives to the Supreme Court. 
that there's an argument that could be made that they're not necessarily as true conservatives as we would like. And I think, I think comparatively speaking, they actually are. Because if you think about where, if, if you know all the stories and reports we've been doing on our institutions in this country, educational institutions, you know that the first, the first um, part of the institutions, the first step of corrupting and turning our education centers into indoctrination centers was colleges and universities, including law schools. So I think Donald Trump knocked it out of the park with this group of Supreme Court nominees and now justices, given the fact that it's almost impossible for somebody to make it on the Supreme Court these days, unless you're check a bunch of identity boxes, unless you've gone to what is considered to be an acceptable um, undergraduate school, the Ivies, right, including and, and Ivy League, you know, law schools, we got to get away from that. And case in point, while there's been great successes, in fact, Donald Trump is the most pro-life president we've ever had. This Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which was a good legal decision. Today, this same Supreme Court did something that was absolutely head-scratchingly insane to me. And I don't understand because reportedly there's not even any, any notable dissenters to this. Donald Trump appealed a decision from a lower court. Uh, that had to do with his tax records. Donald Trump was the first president who ran for, for president in 2016 who did not supply his tax returns and um, who, who didn't supply his tax returns. And there is no requirement, little, little little info for you guys to understand. There is no requirement for somebody to run for president that they supply their tax returns. So he didn't supply his tax returns. Right. Why would he? Because he knew the game. This was and this was an example of why we love Trump so much in 2016, because he refused to play by the rules of the left. He knew he knew how much they wanted to stop him as an outsider coming in. And he knew that they were going to look to do everything they could to try to defame him and and uh, destroy him by trying to pierce into his business dealings. Right. And so he just refused to play along. And that was actually just one of a few areas in which he refused to play along with the left. And ever since then, they have been continuing to try to get at his tax returns. And he's been fighting it. There is absolutely no. And it's and what it is, is the House Ways and Means Committee. There is a Congress's role in the legislative committee is as as is to propose legislation. And then their other role is oversight. There is absolutely nothing related to those two areas of responsibility that has anything to do with Donald Trump's tax returns. None whatsoever. So it's shocking to me that the Supreme Court has handed him over to the wolves in Congress through the IRS. There's no explanation for it. He's not in office. He hasn't been in office in two years. Why would the Supreme Court go along with this? This is nothing but tyranny. And and I have to assume, given who we've got here, which is I talked about Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, I talked about uh, that she's so concerned about appearances and so is Gorsuch and others that they're, they just don't want to seem political. But I'm head scratching that Alito... And Thomas went along with this. And I, you know, and I did not, and I will tell you, I did not have an opportunity to dig into the decision today, but I, and I will dig into it because I'm, I'm shocked that my man Scalia, uh, uh, I always call him Scalito. Why do I call him? You do that often. I do that all the time. I, Alito and Thomas, why they would go along with this. Do you think they were pressured? Um, I don't know. I got to dig into it. It could be. That the arguments that were made um, were coherent enough to convince Thomas 
that there is some oversight role or some legislative purpose to these tax returns. There are those that have that have argued that legislation should be passed in Congress to require presidents uh, to provide their tax returns. But why would you need to see somebody's from the past? I don't have. Does has Nancy Pelosi provided her tax returns? Don't I think want. So. I want to see Paul Pelosi's. I I think that that every family members and 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 it could be that it is when it comes to congressional races. I haven't run for office. It's not something I've delved into. We should probably ask Tom Dell about that. But I think it's pretty obvious that the 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 goal for the Democrats here is to continue to look at every way that they can. And their favorite their favorite weapon is not even just the FBI and the DOJ. We know that they love some some uh, tyranny from the FBI and the DOJ and the intelligence community, but their favorite branch to enact tyranny is really through the IRS. And that's why they've hired 85,000 IRS agents to go after the rest of us. And that's what this is about. I said from the beginning, they're going to dig and dig and dig until they find out that there was a hammer that was written off on a tax return and he didn't have a receipt. And that's what's going on here. I expect, and I've said this for a while, I do expect Donald Trump to be indicted. I absolutely do. But you know what? If they think they're going to take him down just by uh, indicting him, Andrea, like you and I have talked about, if if he is able to, he would run from jail. Yes, but what I, I think ultimately what they're expecting is that even if he runs from jail, they want to fracture and split the Republican Party. They want to peel off. All they care about is peeling off enough from MAGA that say he's too much trouble. This is why there needed to be discussions years ago about a third party. And this is exactly why this is exactly I, why I talked to you off the air. I think it's still possible Trump should and could run independent. At some point, you have to ask yourself, this is a waste of time to continue to vote Republican. What is the point? What are we achieving here? Stop telling me that a third party won't work because I'm here to tell you the two-party system is failing us. Ross Perot, 20%. I mean, what do you guys think? Are we off of rockers thinking, you know, third party? 888-344-1170. I mean, if they, if, they, if, if they peel off enough MAGA people from Trump, do they think that those same people are going to vote for, for a Mitt Romney? For, for, a, for a rhino establishment? It's not going to happen. And MAGA policies are, and the MAGA movement, as I've said many times, even to, to to the chagrin and the upset of Trump supporters, that MAGA is really about a movement. It's not about a man. So you can, you could, you could, um, you could take out Trump if, in a variety of different means, and that doesn't mean that I'm going to go and vote for a, for an establishment hack. I am done with the establishment. I am done with the establishment. They do us no favors. We uh, we needed we needed to stop holding our nose and reelecting these rhinos a long time ago. The last time I did it was for Donald J. Trump, because the 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 excuse then was we have to hold our nose because there's no point in us getting somebody in the White House in the executive branch if we don't have control of Congress. And then that and then. But you know what? What did what did that even do for us? We had four years of the greatest economic revival, and now, um, at, at, and all the other Trump accomplishments, only to end up with American citizens thrown in a gulag for uh, for their political opinion, and the rest of us in the sights of a counterterrorism unit with a DOJ and a, and a weaponized FBI. 
I mean, imagine, Andrea, where we would be economically if Trump hadn't had the economic success that he had. And you got to think about a Republican Party that cooperated in trying to take him down every step of the way while he was in the process of doing that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Fraud Fauci did his farewell today. Wow, what happened? Why did it get so ugly in the White House press corps that little mop head almost flipped her wig? We're going to talk about that when we come back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys with me. Two days before Turkey Day, before the break, I was uh, talking about the uh, Supreme Court giving the screws to Donald Trump over his tax returns. It's absolutely a disgusting display of abuse of power. Um, Donald Trump got it right in in one way with these. He got it better than any other Republican president in terms of Supreme Court uh, justices. But this is a bit of a head scratcher to me. By the way, thank you guys for hanging in there on the Facebook live stream. We know there was an audio issue. It has been corrected and feel free to share that Facebook live stream uh, with uh, with all your friends and fam out there. Um, I, I started posing the question because uh, the Republican Party has enabled all this tyranny and abuse of power against Donald J. Trump. And I, I posed the question, should we have already been thinking about a third party? Because at this point, the uniparty system has failed us. The two party system has failed us. And I put it out to callers. And I'm not sure if Jeff, I, I, I'm hoping this is my old friend and old friend of the show, Jeff from St. Louis on the line. He joins me now. Hey, Jeff, is this you? Yes, ma'am, it is. It's a pleasure to speak to you again, as it always is. Oh, my goodness. It's been so long since we heard from you. Were you calling in to talk about what you love about Thanksgiving, what you're grateful for? Or are you weighing in on the Trump SCOTUS situation well, and third party? I'm, I'm, I'm proud that Missouri elected Eric Schmidt as our new U.S. senator. So I'm hoping he can carry a lot of clout in Washington, D.C., he he replaces the retiring Roy Blunt, which mm, was a big, you. big rhino senator from Missouri. I'm so glad he's gone. So I'm really hoping Eric can get in Washington, D.C. and kick some butt and turn and turn things around with, along with our Josh Hawley, which we're, we're very proud of. Excellent. Um, in terms of. But here's the deal. I mean, are, are we even able to make enough strides with right now? We don't have we don't have control of the Senate. Um we could have because the but the Republican establishment decided Mitch McConnell decided to badmouth MAGA candidates he didn't like pull money from Absolutely. them, uh, th- yep. you know, basically through through the party, um, you know, un- under the bus because he would literally rather be in the minority for a variety of reasons, and particularly because it's about us maintaining his power and the power of the uniparty system, and ultimately, meanwhile, because of that. We're racking up. We're closer to $40 trillion in debt. We've got five-year-olds being chemically castrated. We're looking at a rail strike. People can't afford food or to live anywhere. Um, I mean, and, and, and they're trying to stop Trump from running for re-election. Is it time to think third party? I, I, would, I would entertain a third party, yeah. I mean, I've looked at the Constitution Party. I've looked at, I think there's a Patriot Party out there, whatever. I've just pretty much given up on the Republican Party, and I'm going to vote independent from now on. Um, they, they've disappointed me left and right. Like I said, the bright spot is that now we have Eric Schmidt in the U.S. Senate. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really kind of throwing in the towel on the Republican Party and, and really going to kind of probably go vote independent or maybe even look at Libertarian 
or something like that. But I mean, I'll never vote Democrat. But um, yeah, it's very disappointing. I've, I've pretty much given up on the like Josh Hawley said, he says the Republican Party, as we know, it is dead. Yeah, and I they, couldn't agree with him. Yeah, I couldn't agree with him more. I agree. And what we need to do is kill off. Um, we need to stick a bayonet into the backs and kill off. Uh, the Mitch McConnell's and that's that's a war analogy. Don't be at me that I'm I'm promoting violence, um, but we we need to be we need to be uh, killing off the rest of the soldiers that are fighting against us, and that includes uh, Mitch McConnell and McCarthy. I'm pleased to to tell you guys that there is now at least four Congressman Norman uh, joined the ranks of those uh, in South Carolina who says, in no way will he vote for Kevin McCarthy as leader. We cannot yeah. continue that. What's the definition of insanity? Jeff doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Why would anybody expect exactly. a different result with the same people in charge who are blaming Trump for the failures in the midterms when they were the ones that were directly responsible for it? Exactly. It's it's their job to win, to push our candidates. We are supposed to be choosing the candidates and then it's their job. The House, uh, the uh, the leadership in the party, as well as the head of the RNC, it's their job to get the candidates over the finish line, and they absolutely refuse to do it. And now they want to be in control of the of the of the Republicans that did win. Now get it, get out of here with that, Jeff. Quickly before we let you go, um, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? Well, holidays are rough for me since I lost my wife in 2019. So I kind of really don't celebrate the holidays anymore. I mean, um, Thanksgiving, I'll, you know, spend time with my wife and my parents at the cemetery. And and that's about all I do. I I just holidays are a very, very rough time for me. So um, I'm just kind of one of these people that will be glad when they're over because, you know, seasonal affective disorder is a very real thing. And and especially when you lose a spouse and. Mm -hmm. And it just makes it all that much more rough. So I'm just kind of hoping I can breeze through the holidays and keep my head up and try to focus on positive things rather than, you know, you know, going on a, on a, on a pity trip here. I mean, well, you know I what? And, well, you, know, you, so. you know what, Jeff? I'm glad you brought that up because we don't spend enough time talking about uh, the loneliness and despair and depression that hits a whole lot of people during the holidays. Yep. We tend to be thinking Absolutely. about, and there's just so many people suffering. We talk a lot about the economic suffering going on in this country during the holidays, but not enough about those who suffer emotionally and, and mentally and psychologically during these times. So thank you, actually. I'm glad you called in. We love you, and God bless you, and we'll talk soon. I appreciate it. It was a pleasure to talk to you again, Andrew, as it always is. Thanks, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Um Skins, I'm glad he. I'm glad he mentioned that because that's it. That is, it, it, I think I can't can't remember the term he used. Seasonal uh, something disorder, but that's absolutely a, a real. It's thing. spot on. I mean, I know several people, and including partially myself. You know, this is going to be the, the 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 first full year Thanksgiving that most of my family is spending without my grandmother, mm-hmm. and there's some members of the family that are really having a hard time with it. Yeah. Um, all the more why, and, and this is going to sound like, you know, a bad attempt at a segue, but it's true. I mean, you know, I was going to talk about Fauci's farewell, which got ugly today um, because he refused to answer questions. We're going to play some clips from that. But you think about, and I was prepared to talk about how politicized he got over the holidays, how he used holidays as a weapon uh, to try to hold control over people, you know, in, into COVID. It was, you know, if you want to get together, you have to have masks on because otherwise you'll die. 
pie and uh and you can only and, and if you're going to get together for thanksgiving uh it's got to be in the backyard i mean how many people like jeff talked about with this disorder and a depressed during the holidays were left even lonelier and more depressed than usual because of this fraud hack who was exploiting a virus for power more than we know countless countless how many people succumbed to that depression and committed suicide how many people succumbed to that depression and and um, ended up spiraled into addictions Uh, this man is evil Somebody said today that they hate Fauci more than any other government official. I don't know about that because to me, uh, he is evil. I think he's literally a serial killer because he he lied to the American people, lied to the world, covered up the origins of COVID. More importantly than that, he lied about therapeutics that doctors were, were saying were saving lives across the country. He issued policies and hospitals that killed people. The policies and protocols were that you were you weren't even I got sick during COVID and just with a sinus infection, not COVID, and I couldn't get my normal medicine because nobody was allowed to prescribe a Z pack during COVID. This man is a serial killer. And now, even though people didn't many people, it was obvious to me at the time, many people didn't want to admit it at the time, it should be clear to you now. Absolutely clear. We're gonna play a clip from today. After everything we now know, this liar and fraud was able to show up at a press conference today and continue the lies. Clip three. And vaccinated and unboosted versus vaccinated plus boosted. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get boosted. But the real danger is in the people who have not been vaccinated. So that's where we expect if we're going to see a problem this winter, it's going to. Who is still listening to this man? People are dropping dead all over the world. Sudden all adult over death, the world. All over the world. And bombers all over everywhere saying, oh, you see these wires inside of people's veins? Something ain't right. Their own VAERS report has what up to, uh, and the just 1%, 50,000 deaths associated with these shots. They were never tried. No, no proper trials were done. They covered up and lied. There's a reason why Pfizer wanted 75 years before they produced their documents. He's a liar. I found a quote, by the way, that I think explains. Let me see if I can find it quickly. I should have pulled it up earlier, but I wasn't thinking. That I think explains. uh, Maybe I'll take a break. I'm going to see if I can find this. It explains the psychology uh, behind it. Uh, It looks like we got a caller. I think maybe the caller dropped off here. Um, Looking for this. Here it is. One of the saddest lessons of history is this. If we've been bamboozled long enough, we tend to reject any evidence of the bamboozle. We're no longer interested in finding out the truth. The bamboozle has captured us. It's simply too painful to acknowledge, even to ourselves, that we've been taken. Once you give a charlatan power over you, you you almost never get it back. Almost never get it back. Mark from Point Loma is on the line. He wants to talk about the book that has to do with Fraud Fauci. Hey, Mark, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Uh, thank you, Andrea. Good, out- good evening. Uh, yeah, I've uh, read the book. It's very well done. And chapter six or seven, Dr. Fauci is a serial murderer. He took conservatorship of 80 orphans in upstate New York, tortured them, murdered all 80 of them, and put them in a mass burial. 
Wow. That's in Robert F. Kennedy's book, The Real Dr. Fauci. You can get it online. It's cheap. It's absolutely pathetic. Thanks for having me on. God Thank, bless. Thanks for calling in. This is evil. This is evil in our times. He, this man is worse than Joseph Mangala, in my opinion. Remember what he did to Beagles? Yeah. This man is absolutely evil. If you're still operating under the notion that the United States of America would never kill off citizens for power, here it is. We just had a caller. Read the book, The Real Anthony Fauci. And after that is when guess who promoted him, gave him a bonus, and made him the highest paid employee in the United States government. It was George W. Bush. And to see him stand there today at this press conference in the White House, as arrogant as he was, being protected by... Diversity hire mop head is despicable to me. And I want you to listen to this clip because who is she shouting down? Who is she who who is she speaking so in such a nasty, demeaning manner manner to? It's somebody with an accent who sounds like he's a man, and I can't tell where the accent's from because I'm bad at that. But uh, you know, uh, it, it's obviously an immigrant into this country. In other words, it's some it's somebody from from that checks the box that the Democrats supposedly seem to care about, right? Um, so it, it's just it, it's absolutely shocking to hear this clip for Dr. Fauci. Um, but, but she's only not, she's only thirty great questions. You ask your question. You should allow her to answer. Jeremy, she's Jeremy, Jeremy. Jeremy, the Jeremy, 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 question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. Dr. Fauci is the best person. I, to I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is the disrespect. Of, it is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're taking time away from your colleagues. Go ahead. I can't even describe how so angry, much disrespect. How met, yeah. The disrespect is to the American people. The, I, I don't know where that accent is from. It sounds almost like Jamaican. It sounds kind of like Brandon Tatum when he when he makes fun of his dad's Jamaican accent. Um, that's who the reporter is who's saying to her, this is a press briefing. You need to call from people across the room. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. And so she's so a mop head is trying to use the excuse of uh, that he's out of order. Well, of course, they would they that would the order that they want is to not have to answer questions, to only call on certain reporters ahead of time that they know are going to ask questions that they feel like answering. And if you watch that clip, you can see Fauci standing there when he could have, if he was even remotely a doctor, remotely anybody who has any credibility, he would, have, he would have gone up and answered the question. And if we were the country we used to be, today the Supreme Court threw Donald Trump under the rails to abuse of power. Where is the United... This man, if, if we were the United States of America that still had the justice system, that had equal justice under the law, and that cared about the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, that cared about the Constitution that was about individual liberty, individual freedom, Fauci would have already been thrown in prison and would probably be facing the death penalty right now for what he's done to this country. Instead of standing there, refusing to answer questions, while some dopey, moronic, idiot diversity hire protects him and screams and shouts down reporters. Going to take a break when we come back. They're not the only ones today trying to push 
COVID crap. The HHS is at it again as well. We're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. You guys talking about elections. Why don't you open up this this bag here? It came from the Gateway Pundit on November 19th. And this is the link. www.omega4america.com O-M-E-G-A number four A-M-E-R-I-C-A dot com. It is how you get the rats out of the polls, okay? It's our answer to solving the problem of who are these who are these people that keep coming up when the vote when the when uh, we suddenly lose the vote. Thank you, caller, on our caller uh, 24-hour comment line, which is 844-814-5227. I'm going to check that out. Uh, There's so many different outlets that it's hard for me to stay on top of everything, so I appreciate it. That 24-hour hotline is for just that. If you got a topic idea, something you want to say, so many, let me tell you all, the phone sometimes rings off the hook with people who call in and they want to share something, but they don't want to go live on air. That's why we started this comment line, so... In order to make sure that DJ Potato Skins doesn't lose his mind, if you don't want to go on air, call the 24-hour comment line, 844-814-5227. Continuing on with the uh, communist crackdowns in, in the course of exploiting COVID, it was never going to go, in, never going to go away. There might have been times where they were planning to give you a little bit of a break. And, and that's kind of like, you know, kind of like when somebody keeps somebody hostage down in a basement, right, or down in a hole. And they might bring them up sometime to have a, you know, a bowl of pudding and watch a little, you know, Larry King live. And then they got to go back down into the hole. That's kind of what it's been like with us, right? And here we come back now. The HHS has come out with a report recommending mask mandates for, quote, long COVID, this is to protect. Now we got to uh, protect people from long COVID. And of course, uh, they don't really have any specific definition of long COVID. See, this is one of the things from the beginning I pointed out to people that were allowing their minds to be controlled through panic, that there was never any specificity. In fact, these were people that were using, they w- were telling you, we, this, is, this is a new virus. We don't know anything about it. So we're going to lay out all these specific controls over your life. Say what? You don't know anything about it. It's new to you. Yet you're going to try to tell me with specificity things that I must do. And even if they're right, Andrea. okay, fine. Guess what? We know a lot about the virus now. They were wrong. And by the way, let me tell you something. You know what I think is the cause of long COVID? The shots. That's what the cause of long COVID is. One short-term recommendation, they say, for the general public is encourage or mandate policies and protocols regarding masking and social distancing in public spaces that protect people from infection or reinfection and possible long COVID. You don't want to be infected or reinfected. Take First of all, take care of your immune system. This is one of the first things I talked about early on. It was all about trying to, we're all in this together. And I said, no, we're not. Because you don't have any impact on my immune system. I control my immune system by eating right, taking care of myself, and I'm not a chain smoker, right? I'm not in charge of whether or not you get infected or whether or not you get reinfected, 
right? Your immune system is for you to control and for you to take care of. It's not my problem. And now the proof is coming out, Andrea, that anybody, and again, it's their choice if someone wants to get informed consent and then make the decision to get these jabs, they're able to do that. This weakens and they weaken your immune system. Right. And here's the argument that really, really makes me angry. Many people with long COVID avoid public spaces and events due to fear of reinfection and the potential worsening of their long COVID symptoms. Some may experience PTSD as a result of trauma they incurred during their acute affection. So here it is again. We need healthy people to wear masks for the feelings of those with a supposed long COVID disorder that nobody can really define. Shove your masks. You don't want to go out in public, stay home. Your, my, my freedoms do not end where your fears, your anxiety, or anything else begins. That reminds me of another quote I saw today, and then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to share with you guys a return of something amazing for Thanksgiving here in San Diego, something you can get involved in that has to do with um, giving back. But before we take a break and go into that, I wanted to read to you guys this great quote that I saw. Your immune system is not here to protect me. It's not there to protect my children. It's your immune system. It will protect you. It works solely for you. It does not subcontract out. Saying you're a, and then there's an injection, um, to protect me or my child is like saying you're going to brush your teeth to protect me or my child from cavities. You're going to go on a diet to protect me or my child from obesity. You're going to use a deodorant stick on yourself to keep me or my child from having body odor. You're going to take a depression medication to keep me or my child from getting depressed. You're getting jabbed is not going to keep me or my child healthy. Me taking care of myself, washing my hands, eating right, getting enough water, balancing out what my body is missing, deficient in vitamins, mineral. That is what helps me fight off infections, illnesses, etc. that I happen to catch. If you're going to keep jab or not, do it for you because it's for you. Me, I'm good over here. And this was uh, Megan Jarrell on Instagram. Love that. Absolutely perfect. We're going to take a break. Like I said, when we come back, we're going to shift gears. We've got a return of something amazing here in San Diego. It's had a 20-something year tradition, and it was taken away during COVID, and now it's back. And here to share it with you guys is Deacon Vargas from Father Joe's Villages. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys with us. We're in the process of trying to connect with Deacon Jim Vargas. But, but uh, if not, then uh, we'll share that information with you another time about a major event happening this Thanksgiving. In the meantime, speaking of Thanksgiving, I was just looking up and I was uh, seeing that there was this big report on... Um, how to do a budget-friendly Thanksgiving. Well, let me tell y'all, one way that you could possibly do a budget-friendly Thanksgiving is to get yourself some Beyond Meat because I think it might be on sale given the fact that this big report that came out that said a Beyond... And by the way, I don't know if you guys know what Beyond Meat is. Quite frankly, I consider it Beyond Barfy. I don't like plant-based meat, okay? And I, you know, and, and, and if it's not made out of meat, then it's not meat. So to me, there's this kind of like fraud in the inducement to try to pretend it's meat. Uh, Beyond, in fact, here's an article here, Beyond Meatballs, Plant-Based Meatballs. Well, it's not meat, right? It's not meat. And and even worse than that is the fact that according to uh, 
report that was done, they were uh, the uh, the fact the meat factory in Pennsylvania was busted for at least 11 occasions during the second half of last year and the first half of 2022, showing listeria, metal shavings, string, metal, wood, plastic, all kinds of crap found in the Beyond Meat. I, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they think plastic and metal is, that's maybe supposed to be beyond one of the ingredients, Beyond Meat, right? Um Photos and internal documents from a Beyond Meat plant in Pennsylvania show apparent mold, listeria, and other food safety issues, compounding problems at a factory the company had expected to play a major role in its future, according to Bloomberg. Um, The company claimed, however, that the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture found no instances of nonconformance with the regulations. (laughs) The pictures kind of speak for themselves. Um, The company spokesman said that the department considered the company's food safety protocols to go above and beyond industry and regulatory standards. Um, Food safety attorney Bill Marler told Bloomberg, if neat and tidy is a one and filthy is a 10, I put this at an eight. Just to let y'all know, in case you were thinking about serving any Beyond Meat this year at your Thanksgiving table. Okay, we promised you guys a special story on something you can get involved in here in San Diego, an opportunity to give back. And we're super excited. I promised you guys, Deacon Jim Vargas, he's joining me now to share with you guys that, yes, in fact, Father Joe's Village's 21st annual Thanksgiving Day 5K is on this Thanksgiving and here to share with you guys all the glorious details is Deacon. Deacon Jim Vargas. Hello, Deacon Jim Vargas. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. It's wonderful to be with you. It's always a pleasure. And you're right. We're, we're back and we're strong, and this is our 21st annual 5K. Okay, so tell everybody all the details and everything they need to know if they, if they want to go. Um, I'm not a runner, and I'm a, a 5K, I'm assuming that's like 13 miles or 12 miles. So if somebody wants to go and participate in the 5K, what do they need to know and what do they need to do? And if they're like me, Deacon Jim, and they don't run, how can we get involved and help? Oh, in fact, we have many like you who don't run. And they come in just because it's a good cause and they want to have some fun. It is a fun morning. Those who seriously want to run, absolutely you can. The race starts at 730. And for those who are walking it, and there are many, actually many who walk it, they come with their children, they come with strollers, they come with their pets, and they're dressed up in, in, in different um, Thanksgiving outfits and so forth. And um, you, you start at 730, as I mentioned. Keep in mind, we're expecting about 7,000 individuals. So oh, wow. it, it'll be really a fun morning. At the end of it all, people end, and you don't, just don't go away. I mean, you can spend some time. We have Disney characters for the kids. We have a beer garden, believe it or not, that early in the morning for the adults. That's always <laughs> very popular. And they quench their thirst after the walk or the run. Um, and knowing right that, that, that they've done a good thing, because the $500,000, which we, we hope to raise for that day, goes to helping us serve, prepare and serve the meals, uh, one million meals that we serve, breakfast, lunch, and dinner uh, in, in our two dining rooms. So it's very much an important event for us. And now more than ever, now more than ever, exactly. with so much food insecurity and people struggling, it's only getting worse. And, you know, holidays are, well, and that's for people, it's, it's tough times for people who even have a home right now in order to continue to feed their families. But we're also talking about a homeless population as well. Are they a part of this, this event? Services uh, well, to the homeless? Yes, yeah, some do come. Most definitely the event 
does benefit them. And to your point, we do have increased food insecurity. One in, a lot of people are surprised by these figures, but one in three San Diegans has suffered some level of food insecurity, two in five children. Wow. Those are big numbers if you think about it. And it's only been getting worse mm-hmm. in, in, these, in this last year or two. The pandemic has, has exacerbated it. For sure, the rising prices, inflation is having an effect. You know, it costs more to get gasoline or eggs or milk or bread some of the staples. And so we're seeing it. We're seeing it in, in, our, in our dining rooms. People are coming to us. We're seeing it in, in our lines in, in the, through our food pantry because we have a food pantry. And the cars are lining up mm. even further out on those days where we're distributing food. So most definitely this is being impactful. And we know that for children, if they're not well nourished, they can't learn well in school. So it sets them back. And then even for adults, I mean, it leads to a whole host of issues from diabetes, high blood mm-hmm. pressure, and heart disease. And there's so many, so many factors here. So, so most definitely uh, food, we know that food is important, mm-hmm. right? So, and this event on, on Thursday um, focuses on, on just that, providing yeah. the, the food. And, and speaking of food, tomorrow we have our, uh, the, uh, our Thanksgiving meal. We always have it the day before, and we're expecting about a thousand guests to come in from the streets, basically. And it's a it's a fun opportunity, a couple of hours where they come to us, they they get turkey and all the stuffings, and um, a warm, nutritious, and balanced meal. But even more important than that is just having a sense of belonging, having yes. a sense of family, and and, and and the compassion that we're able to 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 extend to them because. They're on the streets and they, yeah. they have a sense they, they feel isolated. They feel mm-hmm. as if no one cares. So that's yet another opportunity for us to, to share that with them. Again, like that compassion and mm-hmm. that they are people who want the best for them. Yeah. Well, you know what? I love this event. There's something for everybody, whether you can go and walk it, you can just go and hang out. There's actually, I think you might even have mass at 630 a.m. Um, it's it's a way to get out. and do. Yeah, it's a way to get out and, and do something fun with your family, do something that gives back. Uh, you know, and, and it's so important. And we were talking with a caller earlier who said the holidays are such a time for emotional distress and de- depression for people. And that's right. even for people who are okay economically. So these are really tough times right now. And I love Father Joe's Villages and what you guys do and have done for many years for San Diego. If people can't go and attend, is there another way that they can help? Can they donate online? They can. And, and let me just give you the website, actually, to register for Thursday's 5K, Thanksgiving Run. Dot org, thanksgivingrun.org, and you can even, by the way, participate virtually. So if you can't be there, there's a way of participating virtually, and that's on the information is there. And then in general, you can go on to neighbor.org. Again, neighbor.org, that's our website, and you can come in. This is a time of year where we especially need donations. Absolutely. And they can be, they can be cash, of course, and stock, um, but they can be also furniture, and they can be household goods. Well, we're running out of time, Deacon Jim Vargas. God bless you. Thank you for running this event. Thank you for being here tonight to share with everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned. Hour two is on its way. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.